Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. A Dear Media original podcast. Wait, you cheated on me with talent? Well, I don't think that I did, but you do. And I'm assuming you remember (laughs) it more accurately. (laughs) There's a couple of incidences that I do remember. And those guys' names were not talent. Okay, then tell me because I really, I am more than willing to own up to this right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. It's Back to the Beach with Steven and Kristen. Hello, hello. Hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Steven Coletti. That is, of course... Kristen Cavallari. (laughs) Miss Kristen Cavallari. And we should pull back the curtain a little bit as to what was just happening as we were (laughs) recording. I mean, I was just saying to Steven, (laughs) I wish you could see my setup because I'm on my cell phone, first of all, which is problem number one. But I have my headphones plugged into the bottom. So because I can't just have my cell phone sit upright, I have it standing up with a candle on either side of it. And we just actually started recording this episode and I got kicked out of the app that we were using. We're now on FaceTime. I mean, halfway through and we still can't get our shit together. It's pretty hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Are these Uncommon James candles of your brand that are holding them up? I love you for shouting out Uncommon James, but they are not. I'm just Using these little votives, I'm sitting in my dining room and I have these votives just on my dining room table all the time. So they're actually not heavy enough. That's why if you keep seeing me kind of like tilt, it's because my phone keeps falling. So Uncommon James candles probably would be better. There you go. More sturdy. I've got like, I've got my laptop, my cell phone, and then I have two monitors at my desk that are usually behind. And I I was really worried about whether the sound was going to bounce or whatever. So there's usually a blanket hanging over that, which... I don't know if that's doing anything, but I figured maybe this will absorb some of the sound. So yeah, it's... Um, but I love that you rough, have you know what? three monitors. I mean, you're like a legit tech person. <laughs> <laughs> just a nerd. It's... Yeah, I mean, it could be more productive, but usually I'm just using one of them. But um, <laughs> but yeah, here we are. But you know what? It's This is our little mom and pop shop we're running over here. This is the way I like to think of it. And exactly. you know what? So far, so good. We're halfway through... And we're, we're making we're pretty it excited, work. Of course. <laughs> we'll just like, you know what? Nothing like, let's not mess up the juju too much, right? Exactly. Things are, things are in a good 
place. Exactly. Like as early, I, as like, I move my thing of batteries to now also hold up my phone. Yes, let's keep, let's stay the course. Let's okay, keep things okay. how they are. <laughs> it's very delicate. It's like our relationship in the summer of 2004. Like we're, all, like, we're in a good spot yeah. right here. You're like... <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, okay. but we digress. Again, welcome in, everybody. We are here to discuss episode two of season two. It's titled, You Can't Trust Him. It aired on August 1st, 2005. And all right, so I want to give a little description of the episode. Sometimes I'll use what MTV.com has, and sometimes I'll have on Paramount Plus, which is, again, Paramount Plus is under the same umbrella. They're owned by Viacom. Viacom owns MTV. They own a hell of a lot of things. But it's interesting. Whoever did the Paramount Plus descriptions got a little spicy with them, or they have some weird descriptions. Sometimes I laugh, like this one starts... Well, I'll read first. It's it's the MTV one says things start to heat up again between Steven and LC. The girls have a poker night and Kristen tries to warn Jessica about Jason. And then the Paramount Plus one says, love and Laguna Beach mix like chocolate and onions. No. What? Yeah. Why? Things, things with Steven and Kristen are donezo. But what about him and LC? Rumors about Jason and Alex are abound. That makes so, no sense. Like, and also it wasn't just one person that came up with that. Like multiple people had to approve it and be like, that's great. <laughs> that's true. a whole room of people going, that description is perfect. <laughs> Chocolate and onions. Interesting. Oh. Okay. We got you again, bringing the sass, bringing the, the tood in, in a good way. You've got this, this charisma in our opening narrations that really draws you in. Like you're like, oh, you're, you. you're really, you're ready to, <laughs> spew the drama and set up the audience appropriately for what they're about to witness. And you do a really good job with it. So I'm into it. Well done. Oh, thanks. That's very nice. I hate myself narrating. It's very difficult for me to listen to. So appreciate that. <laughs> well, first of all, you're, you're talking about Laura and I are like, whatever. I don't need the drama. You've totally moved on, which is fine. We're okay with that it's for the best. And I think I'm actually as a viewer, I think I am rooting for you and Lauren at this point. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you guys are actually really funny. cute together. <laughs> that's funny. And you kind of go start to going into what Jessica's got going on and you end it with Jessica could be so naive. And then they go right into the scene of her and Alex H walking into some sort of salon. And I don't know what Jessica says, but Alex H just calls her a dumbass. I, <laughs> I was laughing so hard at this scene. Also, they get a couple's massage, Jessica and Alex, which is already pretty hilarious. And my favorite part is when Jessica, well, they're both supposed to turn over and Jessica is so uncomfortable because there's obviously multiple cameras in there. Multiple people are watching her and she's like, oh, there's my boobs. There's my boobs. Like how, the most non-relaxing massage on the planet with having to talk about drama with a camera in your face. <laughs> oh, man. Well, from there, we we jump into the scene where Lauren is is making me breakfast, by the way. And they've, they've done a After you full, spent the night. Well, supposedly, but absolutely not. It did not happen. <laughs> so MTV, first of all, when I depart this at the end of the scene, I leave in my truck. But if you remember in the episode before, we roll up in the Ford Explorer. So we've got completely different cars going on. Oh, we have full MTV. I didn't full notice MTV that. I love that. <laughs> Nobody notices it. We got full MTV shenanigans going on here. I love how they open up with the shot of the jacuzzi because this I, I got to give it to them. I mean, of course, they, they do a great job. They know what they're doing. But there's like, we were up until 4 a.m., mm -hmm. which I do remember during this time when we were back from college, you know, she, she had just moved into that new house. and It was all done. And so we'd go over there. We'd hang out there all the time with friends. And there was like a full downstairs, like, you know, kind of game room and den where we would just have a lot of fun. And I think I remember this night. There was a night where we all tried Everclear. Oh, <laughs> the first time. Yeah. Do you remember? That? Do you remember Everclear? Yeah, I do. You, of course, we're not there, but you remember Everclear, which I, is this yeah. 
insanely high proof hard liquor Basically that is absolutely <laughs> yeah it's disgusting <laughs> and it's yeah got way too much alcohol in it so it fucks you up and you could see because i'm so hungover <laughs> it's like, i roll over for this breakfast and these scenes are, are a little awkward for me because you could tell like lauren and i obviously being friends we can hang out but mtv is trying so hard to push this so you kind of there's a few things going on. You can see us kind of mocking the situation where I'm like, oh, you should cook breakfast for me all the time. Like, because this isn't something that would normally happen. And then we're also sitting there talking about how she just had to talk about me for like an hour with Lo, which by the way, that scene, which in the show, make they make it seem like, yeah, they were talking about you. They're talking about me and like, what's going on with us? But we're mocking what MTV had to make us do. is because you see the scene later on in this episode when Lo's at her house and Lo's asking about me. And Lauren's like, oh, we're actually in a good place. We're friends. Yeah. <laughs> we've like, we've come back into like being comfortable with each other as friends. And MTV's trying to fully use that. Like it's, you know, like something's going on with us again. And then I spent the night and now she's cooking me breakfast the next morning. It's really interesting. Like, again, you got to hand it to them. But it, it's so funny how it seems so obvious to me now, of course. But back then, as a viewer, I think you're watching it and you're going like, oh, shit, like that's all oh, like. Now, Stephen and Elsie are a thing. He spent the night. They hooked up. She's making him breakfast. Well, I like, told you I'm she rooting says for you guys. I'm a fan. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> she said they were up until four o'clock in the morning. And it's like, oh, yeah, fuck, we were. Oh, well, man. I love so, hearing um, you say, though, that you guys were also mocking it. Because I think that's what I said either last week or the week before. Where It's like we all were putting these situations where we didn't want to have these conversations. So that's what we would do to make it more enjoyable was to mock the situation. And of course, that's what they would end up using. But I just think it's so funny that we were all in the same boat doing the same thing. I love hearing that. Yeah. And a part of it is also like, you know, you'd sit there and, and we would just shoot the shit and then MTV would come in and they'd be like, we need you to say, can you just, and we're like, no, I'm not going to say that. And we, we were like, I could tell this through this episode, I see this with myself and I'm just so fucking over it at this yes. point. I think trying to be roped into this, this love triangle deal and do not want to give them anything. So I'm just kind of keeping to myself. I don't really talk too much, but I remember there was, we would have these off-camera conversations for 20 minutes, basically talking history. It was almost like getting you into a comfortable place of like, all right, what can we get away with? What can we get you to say that works in the situation? And then if they didn't, they just use something else, which is like what they used in this scene where... Lauren's clearly laughing about the fact that she had to talk about me with Lo and like, oh yeah, we were talking about you. I'm like, oh shit, did you? You know, and we're kind of laughing about it back and forth. We know that it's an MTV thing. And then of course they just use that of like, ooh, this kind of plays, this works yeah. for the situation. So <laughs> that's the thing with them. They could roll these cameras for hours and then eventually, we, you know, with the powers of editing, they can cut something together. So anyways, interesting scene though, to see later on that actual scene between Lo and Lauren and to Lauren giving a real honest answer where you could see where our relationship really was all the time, which is like, oh, we're friends that like, all right, we've had some history and we're trying to figure out how to be friends again. But MTV's like, please don't be friends. Like, can you guys just get together for fuck's sake? And then I think that's why coming up, we have a Mexico episode where they're like, God, we got to get Steven back an episode. So yep. he starts getting drunk and having all his judgment fall by the wayside. Exactly. All right, everyone, we want to take a second to tell you a little bit about a friend of ours here at Back to the Beach, and that is HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Can't beat that convenience, guys. We all want to save money this time of year, but did you know that HelloFresh helps you save money all year round? In fact, HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% cheaper than takeout. Listen, guys, when it's time for the game, 
HomeGate like a pro with a limited time winning assortment of snacks, appetizers, and shareable sweets available at HelloFresh Market. Treat friends and fans to delicious BBQ baby back ribs, chocolate chip brownies, and everything in between. Eating well is top of mind this month, and it's comforting to know you'll always get top quality with HelloFresh. Ingredients travel from the farm to you in less than seven days, so you know they're fresh. That's right. And skip the snowy schlep to the grocery store and stock up on snacks, sides, desserts, and more at the HelloFresh Market. Simply add these staples and sweets to your weekly order, and they'll arrive at your doorstep along with your meals. Which, guys, that is a big key for me with HelloFresh. I've been traveling back and forth between San Diego and LA for work a lot the last few months. And when I get home, and there's a little box with HelloFresh on the side of it waiting for me. It's got all those meals in there. Everything all portioned out. And I know I'm going to get a meal done in like 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, it makes me feel a little less stressed. So can't say enough about HelloFresh on that, guys. You got to check out HelloFresh if you haven't already. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Beach 21 and use code Beach 21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Beach 21 and use code Beach 21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Trust me, you guys, you're going to want to check out America's number one meal kit. All right, my friends, it's a new year. We all have those New Year's goals. Definitely, I do as well. One of them is big on my list is, of course, fitness. So I want to take a second to talk to you about Orange Theory, which is an incredible resource for you guys that are out there trying to get more workouts in your life. It is a five-zone heart rate-based workout designed to transform you from the inside out and supercharge your metabolism for more caloric afterburn, more energy, more confidence, and most importantly, more results, guys. 12 to 20 minutes in the orange zone, three to four times a week is all you need to start your fitness journey towards a longer, more vibrant life. Guys, I've checked out Orange Theory and I, I do back what they've got going on at their studios, the way that they are gently challenging you to get into that orange zone and sometimes that red zone where you're really getting that heart rate up and you're really burning calories and you're doing it in a, in a fun, easy way with other people that help motivate you. One thing that's great about Orange Theory is they've got the technology to back it up. They, they've got these little monitors on you that are going to personalize your results in real time and over time. I highly recommend this, guys. Get your first class free. Visit orangetheory.com to find a studio near you and book now. Again, that's orangetheory.com to find a studio near you and book a class now. Listen, guys, with Orange Theory, love it or your money back. Ask about their 30-day risk-free guarantee. I know you will love your Orange Theory experience, so they guarantee it. Just take eight classes during your first 30 days, and if you don't feel like you're living a more vibrant, happier, healthier life, take back all your money and walk away. Anyways, but yeah, speaking that was of editing, really interesting. there's another scene of Alex, Jessica, and I getting ready for, I guess, Dave and Buster's, which was in last week's episode <laughs> as well. I mean, it's, now it's so obvious, but they do this all the time. They take one scene and they split it up into multiple scenes, and no one caught on, which blows my mind. Oh man, so you guys go to Dave and Buster's, which, by the way, <laughs> you we tell, never you're just went to Dave and Buster's, of course. Like, never in my life. <laughs> it's totally a joke to you the whole time, yes. as far whether it's like. Because the scene, you guys have figured out like, oh, MTV is there to get us like trying to meet some guys. Yeah. Like, maybe the crab shack kind of night's going to happen again or they're going to tee up a guy. So you're like joking around the whole time. Like, yep, going to David Buster's to pick up some guys. We're literally <laughs> making fun of it the whole time. Also, you want to know what I really noticed? 
us drinking in the car on the way there. Jessica is in the back holding a chaser and I guess vodka or whatever it is. Even when Alex is like, you guys are such bitches. She's like slurring her words. <laughs> I know. I noticed that in Jessica's lap. There's that scene when you guys are trying to talk to her about everything and what's going on with Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Oh my gosh. What everyone brings to the table, like you just have sweet, innocent Jessica in the back. Like does not want to hear the truth. She's, she's not totally naive, but she just, I think it's what she just can't deal. And I can relate to this actually, mm. because I think this is something that happened to me with our relationship at that time where the hard truth of the reality of like, oh fuck, like they're cheating on you. This is not a good thing. You need to move on was way too much to deal with at 17 years yeah, old, it's, right? It's heavy. So she's like, fuck, the easiest thing for me to do is just to kind of look at the other way. And as long as it's not blatant, I will always second guess it. And whatever he says to me, I can take for truth, which is an unfortunate place to, to live because it's not truthful, right? I remember back in the day, it was like, I think always fighting for our relationship at that time was like, I wanted things to go back to the way things were yeah. before we had our trouble. Like, it's just like, can we just go back to the way things were? Keep it chill. Like, let's not have drama. And, and you're just, so you're kind of ignoring the writing that's on the wall. And so- you know, she's back there and she's got, yeah, she's got a, I think a Diet Coke in her hand. And then <laughs> yeah. there's a water bottle with a dark substance at the bottom of it, which is clearly some sort of a rum, which what would it be at the, the time? Morgan's hundred percent. Oh boy. <laughs> 100%. And so, yeah. And you guys are just going back and forth. So the great thing about it is of course, it's the truth serum for MTV and you've got just the honesty flying back and forth. Like really you get a good picture of what's going on in her mind. And then you're just like telling her like, look, let me fucking tell you, I've been there. I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> well, okay. Two things. One is the car scenes were always to me the most real because there weren't actual people in there. You would kind of forget that there were cameras in your car. So I actually find the conversations that happened in cars were pretty honest and pretty real. I also really want to break down our relationship and the cheating thing because clearly season two, I go all in. I make it seem like I was cheating on you the whole time. Like I played you this whole thing. Here's what I remember. And then I want to really get to the bottom of it because I will own anything that I did. I don't remember cheating on you. I know that we had talked about maybe I did with Talon. I don't remember me actually cheating on you, but I'll give that to you because clearly I'm making it seem like I did. Other than Talon, I don't think I ever cheated on you with anybody else. I don't know who it would have been because it would have been someone in Laguna. Clearly you would have found out, right? No one could keep a secret back then. I also think part of this was me now playing it up, being like, which I guess I thought was cool at the time, being like, Jessica, I know because I did it kind of a thing when really maybe I cheated on you with Talon. But other than that, I really stand by. I don't think I cheated on you with anybody else. Wait, you cheated on me with Talon? Well, I don't think that I did, but you do. And I'm assuming you remember <laughs> Whoa, it more actually, accurately. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of incidences that I do remember. And those guys' name were not Talon. So, okay, then tell me because I really, I am more than willing to own up to this right now because I have okay. blacked it all out of my memory, which is also really fucked up. And for that, I'm sorry. There was somebody who, when you worked at the Salt Creek Grill, there was a situation there. Wow. God, I cheated on you with I kissed him. I kissed from Salt Creek Grill. There, I'll give you that. There you go. <laughs> Do you remember when we went to that Laker game and I drove us up there? Yes. And because I drove up there, I wasn't drinking on the way up. But as soon as we got to the parking lot, I started pounding vodka. Yes. We went with your brother and his buddy. Okay. And then <laughs> I got really drunk. Somebody else had to drive home. And I woke up and I was like in a car. We were outside of house. I went down into the party. 
and you guys were hooking up. And then we got into a big fight. And then that huge, do you remember that night? No. <laughs> the look on your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, my was... God. I was a horrible human being. So when we went to go and chat and I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're, you know, you're cheating on me. What happened before that, when I left the party, you and I were like talking in a room. And I remember I, I brought, and I was like, were you guys hooking up? And you were, and he was like, yeah, no, we were kissing. And I was like, what the fuck? I know. I was all pissed <laughs> off about this. And then you kept trying to hug me or whatever. But I was like, no, please get your hands off me. And I was, I wasn't try, like th pushing you away very hard, but like we were obviously drunk. I think you were in your rocket dog <laughs> shoes. those like platform <laughs> shoes. And you like backed up and like fell over. And your brother was right there. And he was like, did you just fucking uh, hit Kristen? Oh my God. He thought I hit you, which- You did not. Never happened. Yeah. <laughs> never. never. Yeah. But your brother, who was also very drunk, he thought I hit you. So then he clocks me. Oh my God, that's in the face. right. Yeah, doesn't break my nose, but my nose is now bleeding. <laughs> so from there, oh I'm like, fuck this. This is a disaster. Why? Like, how am I in this situation? I leave and I go up to my car and I go and sit in it. You come running up. You're like, don't leave, don't leave without me. And then you, you get in the car <laughs> and then we go and like fight somewhere. <laughs> And then, and like we, we go, like sit on the side of the road and, and like yell at each other. Oh, as you do. And then your your dad called because your brother had come home and and said this whole story, and he wanted you to come home. And did you um, blow your bloody nose on yes. me? Yeah. Okay. 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 I remember. So I came home with blood all over me. We were in my car, and I had a bloody nose. I'm like, how do I end up with a fucking bloody nose after I, you know, wake up from being passed out? walk into this party, find out my girlfriend's cheating oh on me, and then God. I get punched in the face. And I'm like, this Steven, is I'm a disaster. horrible person. I am so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I really am. Like, I'm, I'm appalled of the stuff that I did, honestly. Look, the decision-making for a lot of people at, at that age is always very questionable. So yeah, the, good, the good thing is, is, I know, we, we've all grown up here. Yeah. To bring the, the story full circle here, your dad had called and was like, you need to get home. So I, I drove you home. You were like trying to stay in the car. And I was like, no, you need to go. <laughs> and then I think your dad was coming out or something. So you reached over, you turned off the ignition in my car from yeah. the passenger seat. You pulled out yeah. the keys and you ran inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck. So now you're inside with your dad and your brother, like having it out about like, what the hell happened tonight? Why are you covered in blood? <laughs> and I'm sitting there in the middle of the fucking road. Like, what am I supposed to do? Oh my God. So then eventually I was like, fuck, I need to go in and, and talk to your dad. And so I left my car in the middle of the road. I got inside. Yeah. Well, the first thing I said to him when he opened the door, I was like, hey, first of all, I would never, ever lay a finger on your daughter in such a way. He's like, I know, she already told me. And then she, he sat us down and he's like, I think you two should not do yeah. it anymore. <laughs> so there's that scene from early in season one where Mike, your brother, is going, you're still dating that yeah. guy? Like, what are you guys doing? You're like, So again, right before MTV, this is at the end of December and MTV showed up in, in January. Oh. The whole reason this all started Hold of like on. why we were even Hold broken up. Hold on a second. <laughs> this happened in December? Yeah, December of of the of when okay, I was a... But you... When I was a senior, but you were a junior. Right. So you and Lauren started dating in the beginning of that year. So this would have been after all of that. So we can't sit here and blame me for everything. <laughs> well, wait, no. The beginning of that year? Yeah, or this, the you school and Lauren, year? I know, were hooking up around Halloween-ish. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Inter yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, time very interesting. Table. However, well, I will take credit for, if I did, in fact, cheat on you with Talon, that was probably September of 
that year. So that would have been the first thing. So I'll, I'll take so full that, responsibility for that. So that's the first time that we broke up. Again, time, yeah, yes. I, Did I cheat on you with Talon? I, I, I'm pretty sure it was another guy. I don't know if it was... Well, it would have been uh, Talon. Who else would it have been? Because I'm pretty well, sure... Th- it could have been Salt Creek Grill guy, the guy that you at your work. Or well, was, no, that was I think my there was a, sophomore year, which we were definitely dating my sophomore year, so... <laughs> I take credit for that too. <laughs> There's a couple. Wow, what the fuck, we, man? I am sorry. I really am sorry. I mean, that is some crazy shit. I am not proud of any of that. That's probably why I blacked it out of my memory. High school, good times. Wow, I'd good say right a little there. too much fun, I guess. Oh man, that is a uh, that is one of those. Yeah, definitely one of those nights that you don't <laughs> forget about. It was it was a traumatic one for me and for us. Yeah. And then yeah, to have then MTV come around and I still, it was hard because I still, you know, that's why I can say I can relate to Jessica. Like I, we had gone through a lot, a lot of things. And look, you were just, I will say this, your judgment would fall by the wayside. You were, when you're sober, I guess we'll we'll say this, like you got, you would get really drunk and you would like to have a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a huge flirt. Like, and to to think that like uh, the boyfriend is on your mind when you're out partying with people. If I wasn't there, then it was fair game. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was God. a little, it was a little sketchy. I've, but I will just... say I've always been a huge flirt, and yes, I used to drink a lot, and so yeah, that's yeah, all fair. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to ask Talon about cheating if I if he remembers if I cheated on you with him I'll be curious if he remembers <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of it don't worry Talon's gonna be coming on in a couple episodes so we're gonna, I'm not done with this conversation <laughs> yeah oh man but so I think what happened was when MTV came around and they I think were getting to know us they couldn't have shown up at a better time because I, I all this stuff had happened on my end well no because, mine too all the Lauren shit well, yeah yeah I mean, so it was like you know, I'm struggling because I'm like, oh, look, this this girl, I've had a lot happen between her. But, you know, I, I really enjoy being with her. And then, of course, you know, things have kind of escalated from time to time with my good friend over here, Lauren. And so <laughs> I, you were kind of not sure where to go. These are two totally different people. I mean, that's the truth, the insight of like what was happening behind the scenes right before MTV finally showed up and started to get some information. And I think that's why. And you could see as we broke up from our latest breakup, like, and Lauren and I were, and it seemed like that time, I think we actually thought we were done because it was like our th- second or third breakup. It was like, fuck. And I'm like, ah, well, yeah, all right. I'm guess- pretty guys. Yeah, yeah, that is why I was able to speak to Jessica from that place saying, I know Jason is cheating on you. I guess now it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was definitely the Jessica in this situation Shit. and you were the Jason. So yeah. there's that. But So we should also take a little tally of our love triangle situation. So now there's three. We have a potential Alex M, Jessica with Jason. Yep. That's one. Yep. There's you and I and Lauren. Always. That's two. <laughs> and then we've got this new one with Taylor and you and Tal. Yeah. I'm really happy to be involved in two love triangles, by the way. All right, you guys. This year, one of my New Year's resolutions is to always stay hydrated. So that's why I want to talk to you about Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. 
I love liquid IV because they're easy to travel with. I'm going to my best friend's wedding in Mexico this weekend. So you better believe Ooh. I grabbed a whole handful Ooh, of these guys. You're going to need a few of those. Yep. I'm going to need just a couple. And watermelon is my absolute favorite. I could drink it every single day. And I kind of try to because I love going in the sauna. I love working out. So hydration is very important. Hydration is very, very key. And these things are perfect for a nice little pick-me-up. I know when I, I need some sort of, a, feel like a little hydration boost, I do lean on liquid IV. Uh, and that convenient packaging, you guys, you could put them anywhere. You put them in your car, put them in your bags, put just like throw a bunch in your suitcase. So you always have them when you're traveling. And it's always a nice little treat when you find them like, ooh, I did pack some liquid IV. Check this out, guys. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, and those super necessary B12 and vitamin C. It's got three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code BEACH at checkout. That's 20% off Anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code BEACH at liquidiv.com. You can't trust him. Is that a song or is that just, I think I have a note here that Alex says it in the episode. Alex says I'm sure it. You're and I think the it. way that she says it was kind of, I don't know if iconic is the right word, but it, it stood out to people. She's like, you can't trust him. <laughs> like the way she says it was really cute. It was poignant. Yeah. yeah. But no, Alex and I were riding Jessica pretty hard on Jason and how we didn't think he was good for her. And, you know, I mean, I'm excited to have Jason on. We said it last week too, because I want to get his take on the whole thing. But clearly he didn't seem like he was into her. Like, I'm happy that Alex and I were trying to have Jessica's back and telling her to jump ship, even though she wouldn't listen to us. But even when he tells her to drive to dinner herself, I was like, oh, surely that was all MTV. But then they actually get in separate cars. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> By the way, that was fucked. That was uh, at the what? end of the episode there when they have that scene. And you, yeah, he's clearly, I don't know how long they were dating beforehand, but yeah, he is keeping his options open and he is looking for the next thing. And it's almost as MTV's kind of playing into it, as they're trying to introduce this Alex M and Jessica and Jason love triangle, <laughs> he's like looking at other girls. They're, you know, they're on the beach where he's surfing with talent and, and they're looking at Taylor and Alex. But yeah, they can see that, that Jason's not too interested. And this is another one. There's a relationship that probably is, you know, is on its last legs. And so they're just, you know, gearing up for what Jason's, what his move is going to be next. Yeah. I think that there's a really brilliant moment where you've got, you guys are all hanging out and Jessica calls Jason or the other way around and she talks to him for a minute. He's totally not into the conversation. And then they finish the phone conversation and then he pulls a ski mask yeah. over his head. To go scare the brilliant. girls. I know. Brilliant moment. Because that caught me sought off. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? I didn't remember this at all. I had no idea what was going on. I thought he was pulling a beanie over his head because he was like, fuck, I can't stand this girl. He was so sick of her because he was so ready to get off the yeah. phone. But then I see that there's two holes cut in the eyes and then the other kid in the car has a, has a ski mask on. I'm like, what the fuck are they about to do? <laughs> so anyways, the scene of course plays out where they go to uh, hang out with Alex and, and Taylor and, and Casey and they're at Morgan's house. And this is funny. These girls, I think they're actually pretty scared. I would, they're kind of sincere through my eyes in this moment. I'm sure they understood quickly, but they, the freak outs of them just like running around screaming a bloody murder was, was entertaining for me. It was funny. Well, and then I love that the guys put, you know, fake blood on the windows too and everything. So the girls are like, wait a minute, is that blood on the window? <laughs> and then you have this conversation again, there's teeing up Jason and Alex uh, outside where 
Yeah, I was feeling for for Jason a little bit because it's like you can tell he's definitely he's got a rolling around. He's definitely a little uh, a little drunk in in this scene. But yeah, MTV's now playing into this full Alex and, and Jason thing, which I'm curious to see where it goes. Well, and also, I mean, having two people step away from a group of people to go have a chat was obviously MTV. I mean, Alex and Jason would never be like, "Hey, let's just go outside and talk." I mean, clearly MTV was like, "Hey, can we get the two of you outside have a little conversation?" Because obviously, it just fueled the storyline that they needed. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm also curious to see where this love triangle goes because I actually don't really remember. And I mean, this is a whole other conversation, but Jason ended up dating Lauren and he was on the hills. So I want to know the time frame for all of this. (laughs) What points are we stopping on along the way to get to, yeah, what is eventually Jason and and Lauren dating? Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. The Lauren and Jason thing was always very random to me. Seems very random, very random. But we will dig into all of that with him. Well, all right. So that was... Yeah. I feel like this episode really was just really laying the groundwork for, again, these love triangles, these groups of friends, just still kind of introducing Mm -hmm. these new characters so that you can get a good idea of who everybody is. Yeah. There's some funny moments at Dave & Buster's where, by the way, did MTV set up that guy that I'm came a, up to I mean, you guys? I'm assuming, or it was like, I think they were the ones who were like, let's make sure you guys get some numbers tonight, you know, flirt. We're like, okay, yeah. So either it was MTV sending this guy or it was us being like, we need to talk to a guy on camera. Like, let's just make this happen. <laughs> you have this uh, this quote in there where, <laughs> by the way, the whole thing, first of all, you're giving him nothing. He's coming up and I'm, I don't know what MTV paid for him or, you know, got him to come <laughs> up. But he's trying to get a number and you're just like, totally playing or not giving him anything. You're just like, okay, whatever guy. And Alex actually gets a phone number, which is you know good for her. Uh, but on the way out, you can tell you're so over being there because you're like, Dave and Buster's creepy guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we would never like, go to Dave and Buster's. We, I remember being like, you want us to go to Dave and Buster's? Like what? But you know, we, we did it. <laughs> That's they had it cleared. Yeah. And then on the way out the door, you're like, yeah, again. It was just so, like, that was so much fun. But again, yeah, just constantly mocking the situation at all times. <laughs> yeah. I do love the scene where you guys are driving away from there. And we, we're talking about the drinking that's happening in the car and you guys are trying to tell her to get over it. But that great moment when you do, when you're saying that, like, that's what I would do because that's what I used to do. And you guys all start cackling. I know. (laughs) It is such an honest, funny, sincere moment, which really got me. Well, it was Uh, hard for me to watch knowing that I was going to be talking to you about it because clearly I'm talking about you. So that was like, ooh, that burned a little for me, which I'm sure wasn't easy for you to watch. (laughs) No, you know. It's all right. Past, we know. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, just wrapping up this episode, you know, we, we spoke about it. Finally, you know, Jason and Jessica are together and he's not, not interested in really being there. And I think the dinner that they go to is actually the dinner that's in the first episode <laughs> that they have to go and do this dinner together oh. for MTV. I think they're wearing the same outfit that you see in the first episode. There you go. See, <laughs> see, it uh, all comes together. The moment at the end when she's like, should I drive myself or do you want to drive together? And I was like, why did you ask that, Jessica? Oh you should say that, like, let's drive together because you just teed him up and now he's going to say, we're going to drive. painful to watch Jessica with him. I stand by everything I said back then. I'm like, girl, why are you putting up with this <laughs> shit? <laughs> well, we are going to have Jessica on too, which I am also so excited to talk to her because I don't think I've spoken to Jessica since probably like a couple years after we graduated high school. And watching this wow. actually makes me miss her. So I'm very excited to chat with her. Also, a little plot in this episode is really setting up this dynamic between, which I think we were going to get into a, a love triangle or at least attempt one with talent, but they're teeing up you versus Taylor a lot. Yeah, what the hell? Go, I don't even go to the remember store where hating she's, Taylor. 
Yeah, I don't know. But you guys go into the store and and you're like, everything in here is ugly. What a catty little bitch I was. Everything in here is ugly. Oh, yeah, it's because Taylor works here. You fucking idiot. God, so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But Taylor's trying to tell Jessica what she where she saw Jason last night and how he said he was coming over afterwards. And then Jessica's like, yeah, no, he never showed up. <laughs> She's sincere, honest moment and sad again. Well, all right. What did you give this episode rating wise as far as entertainment goes? Well, personal or for okay. an audience? Whatever you want to do first. <laughs> okay, we'll go with personal. Okay. I'm going to go with an F. I mean, my um, God. I- I find out that you cheated on me all the time. That's That's terrible. I should give myself enough. You should not be giving (laughs) yourself enough. (laughs) Not fun watching that. You're like, oh God, this is the the turn of the night. Turn of the night. True. There's a scene where, you know, where I guess the kind of the only scene that I have is Lauren and I, she's making me breakfast and I'm just hungover. And I don't know what I keep messing up her hair. I don't know what this this move is. I did it on a You used to do that a lot. You would do it to me too, and it drove me crazy. Yeah, again, cheap flirt over here. I don't know what it is. Cheap flirt. <laughs> I feel like like a girl's like very conscious of their yeah, hair because I know now. Camera, don't don't like, fucking don't touch my yeah, hair. Don't touch a girl's hair. Yeah, yeah no go zone. So <laughs> it's a little cringy to see that. So that deserves an F. I thought you were cute in that scene, though. I think you're too hard on yourself. But okay, oh, hey, no. you do I mean, you. Again, whatever was cute early in the episode, by the time we get to you, I'm <laughs> just telling Jessica that you're like, I know exactly everything that's oh, going on. I'm just sitting there watching like, Fuck. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Okay. What about personal rating for yourself? Well, I guess I should give myself an F, but I'm not going to. I'm going to give myself a D because I'm not going an F because I was just honest. And I mm-hmm. think that deserves a little something. I respect that. But I just continuously say dumb, catty stuff that I will never be proud of. But I also, I didn't go F because I also do think I was being a good friend to Jessica. So, you know, D. (laughs) D seems appropriate. (laughs) Solid D. Yeah. I do like the way you guys were trying to spell it out every which way to Jessica, even though she just does not want to hear it. No. And then audience rating, I gave a B. I mean, there's, they're trying to push the Lauren and thing and I from season one. They're just trying so hard. It's not there. So it's just, I don't know. I see, I see those scenes as kind of a little awkward, but you know, it's still good kind of getting engaged into this Jessica and Jason and Alex triangle that's happening. And then, yeah, I mean, we have the real life Regina George in the oh, flesh. Lord. Like you in this episode. Not proud of that. Just, Thank you very much. The, the catty <laughs> random stuff that you throw out there, your comments, you're just running the show. Hey. It's really funny really entertaining. And I mean, look, at least we can look back on it, laugh on it now. You've grown up a lot, of course. And how can you not be entertained when you have a real life Regina George? Come on. Okay. I also went B (laughs) and I will, if I can really remove myself from the situation. Yes. It's entertaining because you're just sitting there going, did she really just say that? Like, what the hell is wrong with this girl? But there's just a lot going on. Love triangles, girl drama, cattiness, the whole nine. So I gave it a B as well. Yeah. We're into the new characters. Right? Yeah. I think as an audience member watching it, you're like, all right, I'm into this. I feel it. like this is picking up where they left off from season one with some of those players, but then also I'm interested in what's happening in these people's lives exactly. as well. So MTV's doing their job. What about a do-over? Drinking and driving, I've got to go with. I mean, I, that is something that I definitely did in high school sometimes. And I look back and I'm like, I'm so lucky to be alive. I'm so lucky I never yeah. hurt anybody else. And I'm so lucky I never got a DUI. So not proud of that. What about you? Good point. I said, don't agree to shoot at 9 a.m. on a weekend morning because that is way too early for a college kid. <laughs> That's like 4 a.m. as an adult. Right. But yeah, I, you could see when Lauren's making me breakfast and she says that we had been up, which we were up with a bunch of friends, partying <laughs> with a bunch of people. 
until 4 a.m. drinking Everclear or whatever. As you do. Uh, or trying Everclear. Ugh. And yeah, then I come over to have breakfast and I'm just hungover and not in a good place. So anyways, d- let's not agree to shoot at 9 a.m. Not a good call. Yep. Okay. All right. I've got, this is you. Oh, Lord. This is actually, no, it's, it's I, I feel like we've, yeah, oh. you were kind of getting hit a lot in this episode with a lot of different <laughs> quotes. So I wanted to go in a different direction. Okay. So I got you saying, all right, I'm skedaddling. <laughs> wow. I appreciate you giving me that one instead of the 800 other ones you could have gone with. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, That's very the, nice. <laughs> which skedaddling sometimes I still say, and I was kind of looking this up. I was like, where the fuck does this word come from? <laughs> is of course another one of those weird slang terms that we made up. And all I can think of is it's some sort of like mesh of scatter and scuttle. Oh, wow. <laughs> so wow. I love that you put this much thought into skedaddle. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to say it now with a whole new meaning behind it. <laughs> yeah. But in classic cabbie tone from back in the day, just <laughs> they've got Taylor and Jessica. And they actually, you can hear it when Taylor and Jessica are talking about Jason in the store. You hear it faintly in the background. All right, I'm skedaddling. <laughs> Bye. They, they turned off your mic for that moment or, you know, in the edit. It's you're picked up because you're so loud. You're still <laughs> picked you're up so on loud. those girls, <laughs> on those girls' microphones very faintly. And I was like, "Did I hear that right?" And so I turned it up, and sure enough, you can hear you. And then ten seconds later, they have you. All right, I'm traveling. Oh, Bye. Funny. Oh, that's really <laughs> funny. I didn't notice that. I love it. Well, I appreciate you. Okay, my quote is actually from Casey, and it's when they are talking about her working at Ruby's, and someone says, "What did you work there for a week?" And she went, "A week? Are you kidding me? A month and a half." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I am sorry. <laughs> yeah. That is funny. Classic. Oh man. <laughs> Considering that if it, the rumor is, is true that we've still we still got flying around the family and the frozen burritos. Yeah, she need to have a job, but I love that she made it a month and a half. Yeah. Like, what a feat. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> all right, well, this was a fun episode. And I think now that we yeah. know all the characters, I think it's just going to start to get even juicier and juicier. So I think we can all buckle up. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we were able to, you know, jog your memory there. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I, I know what an asshole I was in high school. Really happy we went down <laughs> memory lane today. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you can put him back in the box locked. No, you know what? No, it's good for me to know so that I can continue to improve and treat people a little bit better. Although I, I have done a lot of growing up, I will say, but it's important for hey. me to know what a dick I was. I'm sorry. I really <laughs> am sorry. It actually, it's painful for me to hear. It's painful for me to watch. And I really do apologize. You were always such a really good guy. I mean, you still are. But the fact that I took advantage of that is heartbreaking. So I am sorry. I just have one question. Okay. Are you doing any other podcasts? <laughs> I mean, you would think, shit, you would think I'm doing like five other podcasts. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're my only one. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You're my only one, we're the, we're the only one. We've grown up. <laughs> See, I have changed. Oh, man. Water under the bridge, my friend. Uh, love um, all right, guys. Fun episode. We will be back next week with episode three from season two of Laguna Beach. And we've got some guests coming up. Uh, I know we've got talent coming up. We've got Jason and and Jessica. And yeah, I think the way things are going in season two, these will be very interesting conversations. So (laughs) I can't wait. Look forward to that. We'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Back to the Beach with me, Kristen Cavallari, and the best ex-boyfriend ever, Stephen Coletti. We are so stoked to bring you along on this journey back to Laguna Beach with us. You can find us on Instagram at at Dear Media Studio, hashtag BTTBpod, at Kristen Cavallari, and at Stephen Coletti. 
Got any questions about the show? Give us a call on our Back to the Beach hotline, 1-844-LAGUNA-0. And if you like our show, please make sure you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Back to the Beach is a Dear Media production hosted by Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Clay. Our show is produced by Rosalie Atkinson. Post-production by Amanda Vandekar, Michelle Harrison, and Taylor O'Connor. Music supervision by Jonathan Lane. Our theme song is Come Clean, written by John Shanks and Cara Diaguardi. Cover composed by Steve Shebby. And our executive producers are Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, and Michael Bostick. 